If someone's ever given you one of those monthly subscription gifts where you get the chocolate of the month, or this is a real one, the socks of the month club, every month you're like, oh, that's a fun little gift, and it reminds you that they were thinking of you. Well, buckle up, Buttercup. We're about to take subscription services to a whole new level. It's the chicken of the month club. That's right. You can join me and other potties and WayFM listeners at fh.org slash Wally Show and give two chickens to a different family every month. Now, chickens in these developing countries make a huge difference in the lives of these families. These chickens provide a sustainable source of protein through their eggs every day, which helps nourish malnourished kids. And since chickens multiply quickly, it's a great side hustle for these families in that they can generate income by selling eggs or chicks in the market. And by you doing a $28 a month gift, you can make sure that a different family gets two chickens every month. That's kind of cool and very different. If someone gave me two chickens every month, I wouldn't know what to do with that. But in these other countries, they not only know what to do with them, they're also very thankful for people thinking of them and helping them out of these tough times. So what I love about Food for the Hungry is their mission to end poverty by going to the places and walking with some of the world's most vulnerable people, and they've done it for 50 years. You can trust them and you can do some good right now. So go to fh.org slash Wally Show if you want to join our Chicken of the Month Club. Welcome to the Wallace Show Aftercast. All the things we did not get to during the course of the show today. It is our Friday edition, which means we will be covering a little bit of weekend plans. Uh, we are sans Woo! Gavin today. Gavin is uh, out for the day. He had to go home uh, to his wife's family, unfortunately, because uh, her grandmother passed away and they're doing the service and stuff, but he's going to Louisiana. And it's, it's, it's those times like you go and you you have a sad moment, but if it's somebody too like you weren't super close to, you feel bad about like wanting to go, like, hey, can we go to the zoo? Is that okay? <laughs> like, I mean, can we do this thing and then maybe work the zoo in on the way out of town or Can't something? Do that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it depends on the person. Yeah. The person that's grieving. Yeah, and like if they really like the zoo too or something. You can go. Or if it would help to get their mind off Things. There you go. That's how you sell it. Good idea. <laughs> I'll be curious to find out what his weekend uh, was like. Did he get to do anything fun or not? We'll ask him on Monday. Uh, I, I want to do a mind blown here uh, today. We do this on the show all the time, but we don't really do it in Aftercast. And so I have a, a mind blown uh, that there was a scientist in Antarctica who uh, is in trouble with the law <gasps> for something. I hope he, he didn't hurt a penguin or a polar bear. No, that would have been really good. Uh, he, no, that wouldn't be good. Compared to, you, let me finish. Compared oh. to what I was say, he murdered a fellow scientist. He did. He did. Why? That's what I'm asking you. Why do you think this scientist oh, in Antarctica I know, murdered I know, another scientist? I know. I think it was because what do you call it when? Is it st- not Stockholm syndrome, but it's like where you've you've been alone or up with uh, someone for so long and you only see that person. cabin fever. Yes. Yeah. I think he got cabin fever yes. and then he just went crazy. Yes. That is a great guess. Not it. Uh, apparently he murdered the guy because he kept spoiling the ends to books that he wanted to read. Oh, I get that. Oh, that, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, oh, that makes logical sense. That's perfectly acceptable. These are the times that A, you surprise me and B, you scare me. All in, in one fail swoop. I like swoop. to keep you on your toes. Well, you do. Uh, <laughs> like some people sleep with one eye open. I have to come to work with one eye open. Uh, so yeah, like that's so crazy because you always talk about spoiler alerts. How much do you have to hate somebody? A, to continually do this to them to mess with them and then be the other guy's retaliation it hadn't it couldn't have been just that there must have been other things because if he's that mean volatile well that mean to 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 spoil everything for him and he, i'm sure he told him like don't do that and he still does it mm-hmm. 
I mean, what options do you have? You know, I guess, but if you live in Antarctica, like, and you're bored and there's, like, one other person, like, what else do you do? You have to mess with them. I mean, that's, like, all, that's the only way you pass time. See, I never want to be locked in Antarctica. Yeah, you you would hate uh, being on an island or in Antarctica with me. I couldn't. I'd take myself out. I just, I can't. Because if I get bored, I'm like, let's mess with Betty. No. (laughs) Let's see what she's got going on. Also, maybe he thought he was above the law. Yeah, you maybe. know nobody's in Antarctica, and I wonder how long it took for them to realize. Yeah, he was and, gone. and how did they piece that together? Like, yeah. like did he like he came in like I I didn't do it, and they're like, well, you're the only it. one here with an axe, and you're like, <laughs> there's a polar bear that has learned how to use an axe, and so yeah, it's just, it's crazy. That is weird. All right, Rock, for my news here today, uh, in least of the or in uh, aftercast. I'm going to give you three uh, categories, and you tell me which one you want me to do. All right. So the categories are crime does pay, billionaire battles, or fine time. What do you think? Where are you going to go? Fine time? Fine time. F-I-N-E. Fine time. Fine time. Billionaire. Billionaire battles. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you avoided, uh, let me see, San Francisco paying criminals to not shoot or be shot. That's one story you avoided. (laughs) You avoided uh, (laughs) uh, $5,000 fines in Florida for businesses that are refusing to check for... you avoided uh, $5,000 fines in Florida for businesses and government agencies that require people to show proof of COVID vaccinations. Oh. And you got on to the battle between Bezos and Richard Branson, the billionaire battle. Get a life. Yeah, apparently Virgin uh, Galactic. Remember when Branson went to space like nine days before uh, Bezos and they went up there, they floated around for a minute, came back down. Everyone's like, yeah, it's amazing. We just did flight in space kind of. Uh, well, apparently, when they were coming back, the Virgin Galactic dropped below a protected airspace for about a minute and 41 seconds, mm-hmm. and that breaks the FAA law. They deviated from what the flight plan was, oh. and so now they're looking into that, and they were going to go flying again, with actually this time with uh, paying people, and they uh, have been suspended until the inquiry into this is, comes to fruition. And I can't help but think if Bezos didn't like rat them out. <laughs> Like, like yeah. they're so competitive. Yeah, and I just, I think we covered this in a news or maybe yeah. at least of these. I don't remember. But we found out that the, which one is it? It's not Bezos, the other Branson. one. Branson. Is that his name? Richard Branson. Oh, I'm thinking of a different guy. I'm thinking of the, not the Lexus guy, but the car guy. Elon Musk. Okay, I'm thinking of him. They got in a battle over uh, um, all these, these things in orbiting the space. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like people like get a life like do some good for the country for I think the environment they think they are they're trying the to they're trying to like figure out space travel so well they... it's stupid because <laughs> it's really for selfish reasons they just want to be in history books as being the first to do whatever i'd like to be in the history books for something like i get it for I'm, being the worst I, ever i would actually i'd take it if it's my picture in there next to those two heavy guys on the oh. motorcycles for the guinness book of world records oh, that'd word. be fantastic that'd be a uh, mission accomplished uh, did you see that story of that lady who gave birth during Hurricane Ida? Was So she was pregnant. She had COVID and then had to evacuate. Did you see that story? No. Yeah, that's a whole lot going so on So she there. had COVID. She had COVID. She was in the middle of Ida. Yep. And then had to evacuate. Birth. And gave uh, birth. Yeah, so I guess her levy broke. And uh, <laughs> and uh, gave birth, and they were asking her. They're like, "This was what's weird about the story. Both of her great grandmothers, their names were Ida. 
on oh, each side. That is weird. And she still didn't name her child Ida. I'm, I'm like, God, I would do that. No, like, yeah. no, because it's a, no, because it's a storm and all that. No, yeah, but it's like sentimental. And I remember the day as Ida. Well, and worse. two, like you would Eunice. have a story to tell. Yeah, Ida, and you could say, oh, it's named after your great grandmothers. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it works on two levels. But, okay. Yeah, well, we, now I'm on board. They're all doing well, which is really good. Yay! I thought that was funny. All right. What do you got, Lady Rock? Well, ABBA. You remember yes! them from the 70s. They were a big disco band. My, two guys, two girls. My daughter loves ABBA. Well, loves I, that makes them. sense because they did that Mamma Mia. Yeah. The, the, the musical. Yeah. That's based off of their music. Yeah. But they're known for Mamma Mia and also that dancing queen, young and sweet, only 17. Well, now, after 40 Ooh, years of you being up. can fly. Yeah, I'm just giving you. You a can little, fly. I think so. No, you can dance. You can. No, you can. You can dance. No, you can jive. You can jive. Having the time of your life. Ooh, see that girl. Watch that scene. Dig in the dancing queen. Yeah, that's good stuff. After 40 years of not being together, they're finally back together. And they're doing new music. Now, we did this with Duran Duran the other day, and, and you had to even say it was I, good. I wasn't disappointed. But this one. Oh, no. It's it's terrible. Is it really? Okay. It's called I Still Have Faith in You. Okay. Unfortunately, I don't have I faith like, in oh, them. I like the message. All right, let me hear it. <laughs> It sounds like a show at a bad theme park in <laughs> Detroit. Like it's kind of like, oh my goodness, that yeah. that is so bad. And she sums it up. Oh wow, that is so bad. Like I heard the first notes, I'm like, oh, it sounds like the. Oh no, <laughs> I told you. Is really sad to me. I know. You can't, you can't, you can't, like, lightning doesn't strike twice. No. And when you've... They had a bunch of good hits. Oh, they did. They had Fernando, Mm -hmm. um, Take a Chance. Take a Chance on Me. Yeah, I like that one. But the thing is, is they had their... Their time in the sun right. in the 70s, yeah. in the disco era. And then at some point, you just have to say, leave it there, because if I keep going, I'm going to leave people with a bad taste. Did you ever see the Will Smith Eurovision movie uh, where he's like a pop star in from like Scandinavia or something like that? Oh, Wait, you said Will Smith. You mean I'm, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. Yes, I did. You did see that, yeah. Yes, I did. Like, it's weird. Like, I didn't totally hate that movie. Um, and in the song that they had in it, like, it was so good. I know, right? It yeah. was really good. That was the one time a song for a movie was actually good. Okay, let's talk about this for a minute, all right? What, like, t- uh, movies or TV shows that were built around a song? That was actually good. It's so rare. It's so rare. I can think of one. Um, what was that one with Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. He's in the, he's in oh, the Greatest Showman. Yes, Greatest Showman. All oh, those okay. songs are fantastic. All right, that's that's a that's a really good example. That's a good yeah. example because a lot of times when they write a movie around what's supposed to be a hit song, it's atrocious. Star is Born with Lady Gaga. Oh yeah, and. Uh, 
Tell me something, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, I just kind of crushed that. No, you actually. didn't. I did. Go back and listen to it. <laughs> Every note was on pace or on 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 pitch. Oh. Yeah. Okay. If you're listening to the podcast, go back and listen to that and tell me that was not comment. Do whatever, but that was like on. That was perfect. Oh my gosh. I couldn't do it again, but that was on, that was perfect. Uh, that was a case where the couple songs in that one, the shallows, and oh, that yeah. song, yeah, both. Yeah. Great songs, mm-hmm. and and it made the movie better, you know. But mm-hmm. when they they force a song down your throat that's not good, it's it makes the whole movie not believable. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, you know another one. Um, Bee Gees were in it. Uh, the one staying with, alive. Yeah, but it was uh with John Travolta. Uh, Urban uh, Cowboy. Fever. No, that no, that was later. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. See, but that's that's making a movie using the songs that already existed. No, I think think they wrote it for that movie. You think? I think so. I I feel like I watched something or they said something about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be really surprised at that. I could be wrong. You should Google it. Because I really thought that the Bee Gees had the album and then they just decided to make a movie to that album. Kind of like what they did. Mamma Mia is basically the ABBA songs were there and they made a movie to it. And I think that's the case for Saturday Night Fever. I think. Okay, this says, okay. the Bee Gees had originally written and recorded five of the songs used yes. in the film. Okay. Uh, there you go. So I'm right. No. You, like, you no, can no, stop no, right no, there. No, no. You literally the could stop right two there. Two different versions. Yeah. One version, one other version. Yes, but I'm yes, pretty. But, no, but no, no, I'm no. pretty sure I'm still <laughs> right. But no. Wait, I'm looking into it. Okay, you just keep looking. Keep oh, on looking. According keep to the DVD commentary, the producers intended to use the song "Lowdown" by Bob Boz Skaggs yeah. in the rehearsal scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, track down not appeared in the movie. did not begin until post production. Not going to give this up. Started the were even involved in the beginning. I was right, but I'm not going to ever admit that. I'm going to keep reading. It says here. The Bee Gees' involvement in the film did not begin until post-production. Right. As John Travolta asserted, the Bee Gees weren't even involved in the movie in the beginning. I was dancing to Stevie Wonder. Right. Okay, so that means... No, what they did was they had the album. They were doing something different, and then they had the album, and they went, oh, let's do this to the Bee Gees and stuff. They took the Bee Gees songs they already had written. It says the brothers, which means the Bee Gees, wrote the songs virtually in a single weekend. Sure. In France, right. the first song they recorded was If I Can't Have You, which is in the movie, but their version was not used oh, in the film. Baby, if I can't have you, Wally's right. Oh. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, thank you very much. It <laughs> took us a while to get there, but we always end up there. That's the thing. We start off Wally's crazy, but then we end up with Tadgummit Wally's Well, no, right. because a lot Yet of the times again. you are wrong. No, yes. very rarely. Very rarely am I mm. wrong. Uh, it happens every once in a while, but very rarely. Uh, did you did you see my story uh, the other day on Instagram that I posted that giant skeleton? Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm pulling into my neighborhood. There's a new uh, family in the neighborhood right on the corner. Mm-hmm. I pull in, and they, the day before I had been at Lowe's, and they had all these scary Halloween things and, and skeletons that are like 18 feet tall. Ooh. And I was like, I was like, this is getting out of hand. I was telling my wife, I'm like, this is crazy. We pull into our neighborhood, and there's this 18 foot tall skeleton in the front yard. And I'm just, I just wrote, I wrote uh, a tip. If you're new to the neighborhood, maybe start with the understated six foot skeleton for the first year, because <laughs> it's just like. 
like so like oh man really, i think guys? that was getting a lot of attention last year around this time because there was it had just come out like yeah. that 18 foot it's skeleton i think they sell it at like lowe's or home depot yeah. or something but you would like see 200 bucks or more right but insane. you see you see people with those things strapped to the top of their car because they're trying to get it home <laughs> and funny. i think it was going viral so, yeah, yeah well the new people I love in the neighborhood it. have it do, do it really? you should you should that. go over there and dress it up that'd be I, fun oh that'd be nice like redeem Ooh, it put yeah a, put an angel costume on you could censor it that'd be hilarious <laughs> just put a little black box around its bum <laughs> and write on it censor <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that'd be a good that'd be a good halloween prank all right what do you got for lisa these uh we already did least of these oh, we so did? we're moving on to birthdays oh let's do some birthdays it's friday come on girl it's right. three-day weekend uh, and all week off for you next that's week right joshua wants to wish his wife jamie a happy birthday saying she is a perfect potty nice she's listened to every episode yes! great mom to our two boys Woo! then so happy birthday jamie then we've got a question from Rachel. She said, I'm getting married in November. Do you guys have any wedding tips advice for planning a wedding? Mm. Uh, Rachel, I am not married, um, but I have been in nine. Nine. Yeah. At last count, nine weddings. Nine. Yeah. Um, I would say, so I can only speak from the bridesmaid side of things. Um, I would say, please make sure that your bridesmaids are able to get food. Mm. Um, also, have trash bags on hand. By that, what I mean is when you get in your dress, you cannot get a stain on it. I made that mistake one time. I spilt barbecue sauce down Checks my out. dress before I the even got some wings before the I wedding even started. Thankfully, I had a sash that I could just move to the left side <laughs> and it would cover it. But anyways, all that to say, Tarnation, listen to me. A rib on my dress okay, so the trash bags again. are what you what you want to do with them is <laughs> when at the bottom where they're cinched and closed, yeah. you want to tear a, a hole in that okay. part of it and have the bridesmaids put their heads and, through okay. that hole. Gotcha. Then you make holes for their arms gotcha. and then they can eat without thinking twice about it. But sometimes we as women are like nervous or we want to fit in the dress and we've starved ourselves to the point of no return. And so you need to eat or you're going to faint. And Uh, you don't want a bridesmaid fainting and then taking away all the attention from from you. you, So have the trash bags ready. Tell them what to do with them and then they'll feel better about eating and not hurting anything. Pro bridesmaid tip right there. Did not know that. Also, if there is a a ring bearer or a flower girl and they're very young, have someone on hand that is not involved in the wedding that can watch these kids and also get them changed quickly for when it is time to go because you don't want to put those clothes on them until it is Mm. right at the minute. That's what I did for my best friend's sister's wedding. I wasn't in the wedding, but I was able to watch the kids, the two kids, while... And keep them busy Mm -hmm. so that they weren't bothering their mom who was in the wedding and all that stuff. Um, Those are two little tidbits. I think my advice goes to just the overall day. You live for this day. You want it to be perfect. You want it to be magical. Life isn't magical. Uh, wow. And you're going to spend the rest of your life regretting this decision. And so, no, uh, no. But I'm. But in all seriousness, I think that like you want it to be perfect. And so, if anything goes awry or not to plan, there's a tendency to think it's ruined. It's ruined. Right. The thing is, man, it's just none of it's going to be perfect. It can be close, and and just take it all with a grain of salt. Laugh and just enjoy 
the day. Enjoy the chaos. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the the mistakes. It's all going to be okay because it really, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter the little things that went mm-hmm. wrong. It's the moment that you have and your vows and just that, that time and that memory and stuff. The other stuff goes away. It's okay. I've, I've also heard a lot of brides who have already gotten married and they tell me, I wish I hadn't spent more on the the photographer because mm. you can spend on the cake, the right. food, and all that stuff. But really, you won't remember any of that. Right. It's what the photos are going to do that you can remember. And I also saw an article recently that were it was I think it was from a wedding photographer, but it was five different photos you should get that no one else thinks of getting. And mm. one of them I it? thought was really good. You know how typically you get. Um, the groom's first look or whatever. Yes. So you surprise him, come up behind him, and he gets a first look. Do the same thing, but with your dad. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I thought that was a really... Because your mom's probably already seen the dress and was shopping with you. Right. Oh, that's good. And then... Oh, I um, would ball. (laughs) I know you would. Oh, I'd be a mess. (laughs) Um, Another one was um, make sure you get photos of, like, the first dance with your husband, but also um, with his... His mom, and mm. then you with your dad. Mm-hmm. Like it's getting all those moments too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't remember what the other ones were, but all the feels. Yeah, get all the feels. That's good. That's wonderful. All right. Well, I think that is going to actually do it for our aftercast. We will have an aftercast. Wait, no, even it though doesn't. Betty's not rock is not here. Oh, that's right. Even though Betty Rock is not here next week, I'm not. Uh, but Gavin and I will be holding down the fort. She is going to Washington. I am. That's a long way to Washington go. Washington State to get a cat. We're not going there just to get a cat. It's just, <laughs> it's happening that way. So, weekend plans, weekend plans. Everyone's got them weekend plans. Okay, so. so what I'm doing is on Sunday, me and Nick Knack are leaving for Washington State. Nice. That's where she's from. Her family lives there. So I have a free place to stay, which is fantastic. And she's using her companion fare, so I didn't have to pay a little bit of nothing. That's no. crazy. It's wonderful. Because flights to the West Coast are stupid expensive. Yeah. Like, I paid $700 each oh, to fly to Seattle one time. You paid 600 more than I did. Yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> um, So, we're flying up there on Sunday, and we're going to stay all week up there. I, she asked me, she said, what are some of the things you want to see? Honestly, I don't care. Mm. I told her, I said, I want to see something that Microsoft would be like, this would make for a great... Screensaver? Screensaver. <laughs> That's all I want to see. Yeah. That's all I care to see. So, um, I'm easy to please. Yeah. Um, but, like Wally was saying, on our way back, we are getting Knickknack's cat, mm. Gilly. How old is the cat? Six years old. Okay, so it's still young. Yeah. But we are... She's been living in Washington with Knickknack's parents, and so... Now that Nick Knack has met me, I like cats. We don't have a cat. Like, yeah. Let's get her down here. We're going to, I don't know, try and tranquilize her. We're going to get her in a carrier, and we're going to get her in the cabin with us. Yeah, so, yeah, you have to pay flight. yeah, 125 bucks to bring your cat with you, I think, is what it is. Something so. like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, but little good. Gilly's coming with us. That's good. I know you've been wanting a cat since Clemmer's past. <laughs> yes, and, and it's so. hard to believe. It's almost been... I think it's been six months now yeah. that she's passed. I know. It's so sad. I know. So I'm ready for, you know, something that's Another cat to... you can strangle. Yes. Yeah. You get it. No, I totally get you. <laughs> <laughs> I had a girl uh, that's staying with us. Uh, my daughter's uh, friend from college is staying with us for a little bit. And we were talking about cats last night, and mm-hmm. she just went, oh, I just want to smack it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, you're Betty. You have cute aggression. She's like, I it's know. I just, I cannot not. It's something about when you see something cute. So cute. You you want to smother it. Yes. Kill it. Yeah. 
or suffocate it. Yep. And so <laughs> I highly recommend for you having an ugly baby. Like would be the best thing. The Lord, like people could go to you and be like, oh my gosh, you have the ugliest child ever. And that would be the Lord looking out for you. Like I gave her an ugly child. This like, is yeah, why. Yeah, pretty ugly. Flashback to September uh, 4th or what? September 3rd. And this is why Betty has an ugly baby. I, I just, I see something cute and I'm like, I will literally rip your head off and shove it in a pita pocket. <laughs> Uh, my weekend plans, I I don't know. We were going to go to Memphis, uh, possibly, no. to some Disney uh, touring exhibit uh, no. uh, Disney stuff. My wife and daughter love that, and I like Memphis, so I'm like, oh, yeah, we could do that. So that might be on the plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, still looking for a chair. I will hopefully be, hopefully by the time you get home, I, I know the couch saga, mm-hmm. uh, I, they it still have, have to call to be, me. It doesn't have to be a saga. It you is a saga. You can just go ahead and bring me I the have nothing couch to sit that on. is mine. I know. The couch is mine. I know you will get the other half the minute, the day I get my couch in. I will bring, I've even told you, you're going to be gone all next week. My hope is that you'll be gone. Uh, they'll say, Wally, your couch is in. It'll bring it that day. And then I will turn around. I will pack up my truck. I will take it to your house. I will put it in your house. I will put the thing together. So when you get home, you're going to be like, Big no, sectional. I'll, no, I'll say finally. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so hopefully they have not had, hopefully. Well, it no. just needs to happen. I know it does, but I'm just again. It's I, mine. I know. I'm. I'm held. <laughs> I'm. I'm. The, the lazy boy is holding my couch hostage. Like, I think your tuchus could make it a week I without th- a couch. I have nowhere to sit. My wife keeps returning chairs. <laughs> like I have nowhere to sit. That sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, and, and yours too because you ain't getting that couch until after I get mine. All right. Well, I guess that's gonna do it, Lady Rock. Have a great uh, weekend. You. Oh, no, no podcast or aftercast Monday because we're off uh, Monday. Oh, that's as well. right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Happy Labor, Labor Day. Day. Yes, enjoy it. And we will do this all again on Tuesday.